0: What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the very best self podcast. I am your host, Victoria Brown, and today's guest is none other than Katie Austin. Um, so, Katie and I kind of like go way back, and we're going to talk about you know the story of how we met in the top of the podcast. But, Katie, if you are not familiar with who she is, uh, she was a Division One lacrosse player at USC, but also. A sports illustrated swimsuit rookie most recently. So she won the swim search this past year. And so we're going to talk about that, but she also is the host of the Austin AF podcast and she's about to launch season two of her podcast coming up soon. And, and, and on top of that, she has an app where she puts, you know, daily workouts in there and recipes that are awesome. Um, and so that's who Katie is. Um, but you know, or I should say that's what Katie does. Who Katie is, is an inspiring friend of mine who I think is one of the realist people that I follow on social media, who I love to follow <clears throat> because she kind of just shares like all of the all of the things the good the bad the high the low right but from that she kind of just like is like your girl's girl she is someone who's down to earth who's really open and real and honest and i think that there is a lack of that on social media for whatever reason out in the world i mean obviously there's lots of reasons right what we see when we scroll and what we think we need to be and how we think we should look and you know filters and all of that stuff that that makes us sometimes doubt who we are. Um, and then there's this, you know, ray of light that is Katie Austin on the socials, who I think just kind of shows up in a very authentic way. Uh, and what's cool about social media, and we dive, dive into this a little bit too, is just, you know, how social media is changing and evolving and how showing up as who you actually are is trending, LOL, um, but like in a good way. Uh, beyond that, we talk about her journey to Sports Illustrated, and you know, talk about me putting out my submission tape out into the world as well, and connecting to our whys and the reason why we want to do this, and why she did this, and how she ultimately you know succeeded, and just how she also heard a no before she heard a yes, which is kind of, I feel like, so many people's story out there. So this podcast episode is about believing in yourself, finding confidence in yourself, and continuing to press on even if someone tells you no at first. So let's get into it. Welcome back, welcome back, you guys, to the very best self podcast. I have Katie Austin on today, and I'm so hyped to just like chat with you and catch up. Honestly, so like I'm just so pumped that you're here. Hi. First
1: off, thank you for having me. And I remember the day we met. I don't know if you remember, which is
0: exactly what I was going to talk.
1: Yeah. About. <laughs> <laughs> what were we shooting for? I forget.
0: Okay. So it's hilarious because I remember exactly what we were shooting for. So like, okay, I walk into like this trailer, we're on set. And like, I'm so pumped because I think it was like, I think we had both just signed with Wilhelmina, like in the fitness world at that point. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because they were starting their like first ever, like their LA, like whatever for fitness models. And so like, this is like one of my first shoots and we both had just signed with the same agent and we're like, okay, cool. And so it was Dude, you don't remember what it was for. I'm cracking up because we meet and we're in this trailer and it was for Nike. And so like, I'm so lit. I am so excited at this point because I'm like, oh my God, I booked Nike. Like, this is a dream for me at this point. I'm so excited. And we were foot models. Victoria,
1: as soon as you said, you don't remember what it's for, I just had a flashback and a memory (laughs) unlocked for me. And we were, weren't we like laughing so hard how we were so excited. And then we literally had to be foot models. And I remember I had like a part of my legs that like wasn't shaved around my ankle. I always miss a patch. And I was like, Cool, 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 cool. We are foot models, and I have like a patch of hair on my ankle. And I was thinking it's just like gonna be us shooting like full outfits. Obviously, it's like you know, an actual modeling for Nike and yeah. we were foot models. Yes, I do remember. How could I ever
0: feel? Yep. Oh my god, but- and I just crack up so hard. And do you remember there was a main model that was on set that day? It was was it Adriana Lima, wasn't it? And we kept like trying to like see her cause she was the, she was the model for Nike and we I were, like, don't remember. Model. Isn't it kind of crazy yeah. how
1: like you just yeah. kind of forget those moments. But I I will also say like, it's those moments that made us work harder and get to where we are today. It's like oh, we going to Nike, like what, seven
0: years ago and we're foot models. Like yeah. it's actually yeah. a hilarious story. It's an incredible story because I was like thinking about it too. And I was like, oh shit, like that's how we met. And like talk about a full circle moment because it was, it was Adriana Lima who was like the actual model on set that day. So we were like going from trailer to set, set to trailer. And I remember like looking around and being like, where is she? I want to see her, you know? That's and so like funny. to be just like the most full circle moment because like now it's like, oh my God, like you actually are like supermodel status. Like you <laughs> freaking, I know. I, I knew, I knew you were going to laugh at that. that. I knew you were going to laugh. I knew you were going to laugh It's
1: hilarious because I'm probably not, but I appreciate that. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, so you, like, it's the perfect segue into like Sports Illustrated, which is like the top of mind thing right now, obviously for me. And like, just like, I've just been like so obsessed with like, you know, following your journey and like, I don't know, it's just been like the coolest thing. So like you submitted to the Sports Illustrated swim search and then like. I'm going to tell everyone, you know, kind of how it ends, you know, spoiler alert, if you don't know, and then we'll get into like the nitty gritty of it, but like she wins the whole freaking thing. (laughs) Um, And so like, she's a sports illustrated rookie now, which is like a major, major, major league big deal. Um, And so like, whether you feel like a big deal or not, I'm here to confirm that you are in fact a big deal. Um, So I feel like I want to definitely talk about like what that experience was like for you because I think one of the things I'm most inspired by is like that you applied in 2017 and then you like applied again and like, really I love that.
1: I think honestly, a lot of the girls that have continued to do it have applied actually multiple times because there are thousands of girls. I'm pretty sure that there were like 22,000 girls when I auditioned that were auditioning as well. That's how many submission tapes there were. So if you don't get seen, you have other years to try out, you know, swim search goes on now every single year. And so I think that's like really important to talk about because how are they, you know, it, how do you know if they like actually like saw your full tape i don't know so i applied again and i'm so happy i did and to be honest like i was really really overthinking it i'm sure as if any swim search girls out there like you think about and overthink the tape a million times and you're like at the end of it you put so much work in you're like damn, should I even post this? Like, I probably won't go anywhere. Like, let me just, you know, just embarrass myself if not. And I remember having like a second thought feeling of like, oh my gosh, if I post this, it's going to be really embarrassing if nothing happens. And I was overthinking it. And finally, I was with, uh, like, all my best friends from Virginia, which, like, thank God I was with them, like my hometown friends who are just, like, very supportive of me. And they were like, Katie Austin, post the damn tape. And so I did. And it ended up being, like, a year and a half journey, which is so crazy to think about. And honestly, I met some best friends out of it, Kristen Harper, who also won with me as rookie. She's now, mm-hmm. like, my best friend. So I think the coolest part about it is, like, making friends out of the whole situation, no matter win or lose, or, or, you know, what part of the stage of the process you get to, it's like making those friends. And hopefully, Victoria, you've like connected with um, a bunch of other girls going through swim search this year too. And I think that's the best part about it. And you really can meet girls all over the world from different backgrounds and everything. And, And I think that's, you know, the best part about it.
0: It totally is. And and I have, but it. it's like this emotional roller coaster because you're like, you feel great about yourself and then you're like, I don't know. And you feel great about yourself. And Then you're like, I don't know. But like, yeah, having yeah. that the app, the app, the platform to like kind of connect with people because that are going through that similar journey is like really cool. Um, but it for me, I feel like, and like once you did hit send on that and you like put it out into the world, like you were terrified, like leading up to that moment. But once you hit send, was it not like the most liberating feeling? Like, did you feel like just on top of the world and like really proud of yourself? No,
1: actually. No. I feel like, oh my God, because you know, when you post something on Instagram and then for like 15 minutes, like no one's commenting, yeah. no <laughs> one's liking. And I know it has nothing to do with other people, but then you're just like, I don't know, it's just like still a little bit of. Really nervousness, and it takes a lot of courage to be so vulnerable. And I think that's like shows something so strong about you. If you go through swim search and if you submit that tape, it shows that you're strong to begin with. And so I think right. no matter where the process takes you, know that you had that courage to post that tape because it was like really scary for me. But after, you know, after the 15, 20 minutes, I was like, yay, it's out there. Absolutely. <laughs> the first 15 minutes were like, oh my God, I'm cringing. Um, but no, I'm obviously so happy. And then obviously the other girls who were trying out for some search post it, like commented and I would comment on the other girls as well. And so mm-hmm. like a, a whole like community feel after you get that tape out there for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just felt, I felt super liberated. I was like, man, like, to to like take a bet on yourself to like, you know, find someone to film this for you, to go through yeah. all of the process of figuring out like what you're going to say and how you want to present yourself and like what your why is and like why you want to do this and like all of that. It requires like so much of you behind the scenes and like no one's going to yeah. do it for you. No one is going to do it for you. That is something yeah. like you did all on your own. And I just remember feeling like when I pressed send pressed send on it and put it out in the world, I was like, I created this. Like, even if nothing comes from it, like I can be proud of myself that like I had the courage to believe in myself enough to be like, like, why not me? Why not now? And I feel like that's just like the bigger message behind all of it is like maybe it works out, like maybe it doesn't, but like that feeling, I feel like you can definitely apply to like everything else that you do in life. Is like, why not you? Why not now? Why
1: not? And you'd regret and like, it if you don't post that tape too. If right. you think about it, if it's something that you're like, dang, I've dreamed of this for a very long time, and if you don't post that tape, you'll regret it definitely more than if you do right. post that tape. And I think something really, really important that you know a lot of people actually tend to forget about when going through swim search is finding that why. That was my next
0: question. Why do you want to why. do it? Yeah. yeah,
1: and and you open it being like the podcast being like you're now a supermodel and and I just want to say like thank you. I'm definitely not and that's the entire reason I wanted to do SI. I was an athlete my entire life and my whole entire goal was always to be in Sports Illustrated as an athlete. I played lacrosse in college. And, um, you know, as you know, Alex Ost as well, she's a professional lacrosse player. So I always wanted to be an SI, like representing the athlete. You know how they like photograph athletes as well? That was always my goal. And then when I quit lacrosse or like it ended after college, I was like, well, shoot, I don't know how to get an SI anymore because I don't know how, you know what I mean? It's like a confusing state. It's like, Am I a model? Am I an athlete? And so showing girls that you can be both was so important to me. And showing like a strong mm-hmm. body out there, I think was just, you know, really important to be normal as well. Like I have a, a real normal body that I think, you know, is attainable and achievable. And I just hope to inspire like that sportier side uh, that normal girls can also be represented in Sports Illustrated. And I don't mean to demean myself by saying normal, but I think you're not, you feel you're me. not at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, because everything you said is like is exactly how I feel. Like, you know, watching you go through the process and like Alex being my friend as well, like to have two friends who like made it to the finals, it and I feel like, yes, it's like like saying normal is not a negative thing. Like we should like talk about that too. Like being yeah. normal is not negative. Normal is inspiring actually.
1: I completely agree. <laughs> it's funny because I first met my boyfriend. I always used to say he's so you're so normal. You're so normal. Like there's not yeah. many normal guys in LA. He's like, can you stop calling me normal? I feel like <laughs> it's like very very demeaning and or like not nice to say normal. I'm like I mean normal in the best way possible. I promise. Yeah.
0: yeah dude. And that's, it is, yeah, there's something inspiring and like cool about normal. Cause I literally, I did, I saw you two go through the process and like, these are like, these are two girls that I know. I'm like, they also like work out for a living. They also like, you know, are athletes and like, I'm like, I like know them. And I'm like, so that gives like other people courage to be like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, like I can do this. Like, why not? You know? Exactly. And that is exactly my why, Victoria. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and I love that so, so, so freaking much. And I mean, it's like, it's a part of like what my why is. That's like what I do every day when I go to Soul Cycle and teach classes or, you know, do this podcast. It's like everything that I do is to like, show people that like you can step into your power and like own who you are. And like, it's okay to be you and being you is like so much more than enough, you know? It's so
1: cliche, but going through the swim search process, you have to know exactly who you are. And I always say this and um, I don't know if it's, hopefully doesn't get taken out of context, but I'm very, very lucky I did not get chosen in 2017 when I first tried out because I wouldn't know my why. I wouldn't know exactly like why I wanted a bigger platform, or why I wanted to reach more girls, or why I wanted it. And I think it's, I actually got really lucky to not get it. Um, and I mean that in the best way because I would have gotten torn apart because I didn't know who I was. And I know exactly who I am now, what I want out of life, what makes me happy, what makes me tick. And, and that I mean that fully. And so I'm, Really happy it didn't work out, and once you discover exactly who you are, and you're so confident with who you are, so no matter what happens, not, like your confidence won't get wavered. Then that's really, really important before you do, you know, any anything, honestly, in life, you know, whether it's swim search or any audition or like putting yourself out there.
0: I love that, and it goes into like this whole idea of like you know, so many people think you know, you're an overnight success sometimes when they see people who maybe they've never seen before. And all of a sudden they're like, well, who is Katie Austin? And she just won this thing. And like, who is this person? Maybe they haven't been introduced to you yet. Maybe they don't know you yet. Right. And there's so many people where their life changes or they get this platform or something, they win this thing. And it's like, it takes so much time to become an overnight success. It takes years and years and years of work, of, putting yourself out there, of growing your confidence, of understanding who Katie Austin is before like that success comes. And I think that's such an important thing to like talk about as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more. And I think that's very, very, very important to note because those people that you see that just become you know, as you said, overnight successes, they've been working for years. I have been working um, since college on so many different jobs, so many different random things, projects, and never really understanding where it's going to go. I did so many free gigs. I tried so many different avenues of my career. And to be honest, I felt very, very lost about it until like, I would say a year and a half ago, it all felt like I was just working so hard constantly with nowhere right. to go. And I always knew I had a passion for fitness, recipes, and um, my app, obviously. And you know, hosting, my my background was sports hosting. So I have different passions and things that I like to do, but passions don't equal sometimes in quotes a successful career. And like what's your right. five year plan? What's your end goal? Like you, the questions you always oh, I hate that question. What's your five year plan? it's oh. the worst. And yeah. also going to these meetings with like these big agencies, like CAA, UTA, and they'd be like, So where do you see yourself in five years? And I'm like, Yeah, I don't know. How the hell am I supposed to know as a twenty four year old girl? I am working really hard, I can assure you that. I'm very ambitious, I'm very passionate, but I feel really lost. And my hard work feels very like unnoticed sometimes. And so It's a really cool feeling when it's finally starting to hit, where everything that you've done, every meeting that you think that you uh, wasted your time with, every project you wasted your time with, every no that you got, and let me tell you, it's a thousand million no's that I've got. I literally spent three years working on a show that never aired, and so... I want you guys to know, like if you are out there and you like are kind of thinking to yourself, why did I do that? Why did I even, you know, waste my time? It's not a waste of time, it's a lesson. And I truly believe that because it's now just starting to click for me, everything coming together. And I feel like it's taken 10 years for all of this to happen. And my keyword word is just starting to come together to understand because this is like, I feel like I just started my career now, even though I put in 10 years of insane hard work behind it. So it takes time. I think patience right. is like one of the huge things you have to have. And it's really hard to have patience because you see on social media, you see girls like Addison Rae and Charlie D'Amelio who are the unique outliers there right. who overnight and now make $6 million right. a year because they went viral within a month. Literally that happens to right. unicorns out there. But at the same time, you have to stay true to yourself and stay patient because it will happen. And if you are passionate about something and you work hard at it and you believe in yourself, it will come to fruition. I do believe that. And so keep working hard and no meeting it, no meeting is meaningless.
0: Ah, uh, Yes. Agreed, agreed, agreed. No meeting is meaningless. (laughs) That's a hard say for me. I was like, can I I get it out? Can I say it? No, meeting is... It, it's true though. It's the truth. I mean, it's all a bunch of truth bombs, right? Cause there's going to be moments where you feel completely, completely lost. And you're like, am I doing all this for nothing? And I think that's like an important thing to, to mention is like, nothing is for nothing. Nothing is ever for nothing. Like you learn something and like maybe that one opportunity didn't work, but you learned something that brought you to the next place that brought you to the next place. And then you had this like wherewithal and this understanding that kind of came with it that made you ready for whatever next level it is. But yeah, you start to hit your stride, uh, you know, eventually. Uh, um, But I think, you know, being clear with your why, not only for your Sports Illustrated, you know, submission, but I think just in general, in life, like, right. Like maybe that caused you to like, think about it, but like, it's, it's, it's your why throughout, like, you know, and I feel like that definitely carries over for you in like everything that you do, you know, like being that like representative to, to all girls that like, you know, in fitness, in, you know, all of the platforms that you're on, uh, Snapchat, TikTok, like all of it. Like, I feel like you're such like the, the girl's girl, the real girl, like, and I don't know, like, like being real is trending. Like it's, it's cool to be you. And like, yeah. thank God, finally, yeah. right? I feel like there was like a definite moment of figuring out social media where everybody was like, I got to be this or that. But like right now, I feel like it's like finally like the dust is settling on social media. And it's like, really? no, no, no. like we want people who are who they are.
1: Totally. And I'm sure you could agree with me. Being in the industry that we're in, the fitness industry is so rewarding because we're helping people. And I think yeah. that's what drives me and I'm sure drives you because like when you can see that you're helping other people it makes you feel better as well because you're actually doing something for a career that's really rewarding. And so I think we did choose very why passionate career path at the same time, because I love, 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 making sure that other girls feel confident in their own skin because I have struggled forever being insecure and being an athlete and being in and out of sports and um, just being really lost with athletics as well. And so like and after I quit my sport, not knowing what to do. And so giving girls that confidence of like knowing what to do and how to feel in their bodies is just like very
0: rewarding. There's literally nothing better to be know. honest. Like know. when I'm like teaching a soul cycle class and I look out into the room, I feel like there's like this, this moment where you can see almost like a light bulb click in someone where they're just like, they all of a sudden like go ham and they start going harder or they like push themselves a little bit further. And it's like, you could see there's like something that clicked in their mind where they're like, I can do it. I can go the extra mile. I can push myself a little bit harder. And like, I I just love that the fitness industry is like I mean, changed in, in so many ways that like, it's like that now, you know, it's not Ooh. like not for our summer bodies and like, no, like I'm just working out for like me and like my exactly. mental health and, like feeling good about who I am. Absolutely. You know? And I think that's a huge point that you just made. I feel like The
1: fitness that we type of teach, it's not to lose that 10 pounds. I mean, if, if someone out there is like, I want to go to soul cycle or do Katie Austin workout because I want to lose weight because that makes them feel their best self, but that's not what we're pushing. We're pushing to be strong, confident, to feel good after a workout. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge, huge thing about the fitness industry. I will say that I did grow up in a fitness industry that was like really snaky and really you know, getting money off of people losing weight and trying new diets. And I'm so happy that it's not like that anymore because I saw it for so many years. And I think I just wanted to also be like – seeing my, you know, my mom being in it for so long, I wanted to make sure like she's always so real as well, but there always was that aspect of like lose 10 pounds, how to do this diet and everything like that. But that's also that just generation. I'm so happy. It's like switching and people are realizing that these diet trends are not real life. And, you know, just because Kim K has a booty and squats a lot in quotes, doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you're going to get that a- ass. Am I allowed to cuss? It doesn't mean you're going to get that ass if you mm-hmm. do the exact same workouts as her, you know? So I right. think it, the the narrative has changed and I'm so happy about it.
0: It has. I mean, you probably had a first seat look at like, you know, the frustrations that your mom felt like behind the scenes, you know, for things yeah. that like in that world and as it was evolving. I'm so obsessed with like your relationship with your mom and like how she has saved all of her freaking clothes and then you wear them in the workouts. And then like, I think I even saw, cause I was like following, of course, on social, the, uh, Swimfluence Network, um, event that happened in LA, like I couldn't make it to it, but I'm pretty sure it was at that event that you wore like a top of your mom's as well. And I was like, this is the like, yes. thing. Yes. Yes, I did. My mom
1: literally saved her top. It's like a vintage top. She saves everything. It like pisses my dad off because I mean, her closet is out of control. She's like a lot old stuff. But I love it because I can wear her old stuff from the 80s and it's like my go-to line and I genuinely mean it. Not even a sense of like, it's vintage. And people are always like, where'd you get your shorts? Where'd you get your sports bra? Where'd you get this? And I'm like, my mom's from the eighties. And I actually mean it. I'm sorry, guys. And like the mean girl quote, I always like refer to. I'm like, it's my mom's from the eighties. It's vintage.
0: But it actually is. Yeah. You're like, no, but like, But like, actually, I know, I know. Legit. Um, No, that just like warms my heart. And I'm like, that's like the coolest thing ever. And I'm, I'm, I personally am also a hoarder, but I'm like, now it's like, it's over for my boyfriend because I'm just like, no, no, like I need to keep all of these things for like my daughter one day. You understand, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Um speaking of boyfriends, I love like your relationship that you have and honestly, um it feels like very similar to like he seems like a very similar to like my boyfriend as well. Like I'm like the nice guys do win, guys. They do. The they nice do, guys can win.
1: But let me tell you, it took me years to realize that. It took me till oh, 26 to realize that nice guys win. I was going for assholes my entire life and Same Finally, I grew up and realized I can't settle down with an asshole. So the nice guy did in fact win and I couldn't be happier. And I literally um, feel like I have found my person and there's no better feeling because he treats me really well and realizing now that my past relationships treated me terrible. And it's so funny to like look back and I was like, I can't believe I was okay with some of the shit that my past boyfriends did. And I think it just comes with getting older
0: too. Yeah. Like you just you all of a sudden realize, like, oh, if you date an asshole, you're gonna be married to an asshole. Like yeah, they're not, they, they don't up. get better. Like, yeah. they're not gonna grow up, they're not gonna change, and you certainly don't need to be the person to swoop in and try and change someone. Like, I don't know, like I think for me, like I realized, like, you know, through the you know, fuck boys for no lack of any better term, um, uh, that I dated all the way up until my boyfriend now. It's just like I think the difference is not that the dudes change. I always say this. It's something changes within yourself where you realize like, and you just started to attract different people. And then suddenly there's like a different person sitting across the table from you that like might actually be ready for something real at that moment in their life as well. Like you just kind of find the timing is like right because like you are attracting different kinds of people who like, I don't know, recognize how great you are too. I could not agree
1: more. And I think this relationship came As soon as I was so happy with myself, I dated guys to be happier with myself and it never worked. Like someone else is not going to fix my happiness. And I think that was another huge thing. I, uh, I knew exactly who I was when I started this relationship with him and knew what I wanted out of a relationship. My mom always says dating guys is like homework, figure out with each one, what you do like, what you don't like is so important. And so you don't date people just like no meet meeting is for no reason. No dating is for no reason as well. Like you learn something from every single person. And so I think that's really important to note, even if you are, you know, I was in a five and a half year relationship and after it ended, I seriously was so sad because I just thought I wasted so much time and I was really regretful of like being so stupid. And I think, you know, now looking back, I have to realize, A, that I was happy in the moment and B, it taught me something. And it's exactly why I am who I am today. It has a lot of, you know, a lot of growth with it as well. And so nothing is for no reason, even dating someone.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, yeah, I don't look back and have regret on the situations where I was not, where I put up with like treatment that I shouldn't have. I definitely like, I did take it as a learning moment, you know, and like, you know, people, people always say too, like, you have to find someone when you're not looking, but like, you can't do that on purpose. You can't just not look on purpose. Like you, you just arrive at that place where you're just like, Oh, like, actually I'm good with me. And like, I guess that does come from like putting in the work quote unquote, but I think that is confusing to a lot of people. But for me, like, I think the thing that shifted was like, and I've talked about this on podcast episodes before, but the thing that shifted the most was like, there was like this air of like, God, I hate using the word desperation, (laughs) but like, I really wanted a boyfriend at a certain point and I cared so much about it, but it was like, I would sit across the table and be like, I want you to like me. I want you to like me. I want you to like me. And I feel like suddenly everything shifted where I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. like actually like I like me as I am. And I want to get to know you to know if I like you, you know, and it's like, there's that reversal and you realize power. Yeah, and I think the
1: the biggest thing about this is realizing that growth. I think you know we can look back and regret our past exes or past situations, and if we can realize and not regret or say, "Oh, I should have done that different." If we can realize how we would be different now is so important to, you know, realize that we've changed and realize our growth. And I think that's like the coolest part about getting older. You know, I'm now in my older twenties and I've always, I'm like, I don't want to get older. I don't want to get older. You guys, it gets better with age because you just start figuring out things. You start realizing things and it's no better feeling because you start understanding who you are and why you have these situations and
0: how you're changing. Yeah. It's the freaking best actually getting older. It is. It really (laughs) is. You just start to feel like better in your skin. You start to feel really confident. And you're like, no, like I know who I am, and I feel really good about her. You know, totally. and it's like the littlest things that
1: when I was, I would say 23, I would like be so self conscious about my cellulite, and now I'm like, mm-hmm. would never think about it. Like literally, don't yeah. care. I have cellulite. I'm yeah. a woman. It's amazing. I right. you know bear children, and right. so I think it's like little things that like switch in your mind too. Of mm-hmm. no, this is actually not a bad thing. It's actually a gift. And so right. we're switching like the narrative of like, you know,
0: social stereotypes
1: too. And look and it was, at all
0: that my body does for me exactly, instead of like exactly. it, You don't you know? really
1: realize those things. Well, I did it in my younger 20s or even my teens. Like it was those types of things that made me so insecure. And so it's like you go through those moments and you start just like switching the mindset. And I think that's, I think mm-hmm. it's really cool to just realize and look back and where you were even a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago and be like, dang, that. 21-year-old self would have been really proud of my mindset now.
0: Yeah. And that's what this whole podcast is about, is about mindset and it's about recognizing like there's highs and lows and ups and downs and everything in between but all those moments are like what make us whole and like I feel like this is the exact it's the reason why like you know I do this it's like you talked about your low points and the times where you didn't believe in yourself and like getting through that and like finding a relationship and you know saying like when you felt defeated and didn't make it the first time in SI and then like continuing to push put yourself out there like that's what it's about it's about cultivating this mindset and like finding courage to believe in yourself because like that's what it really always boils down to, right? Is like, do you Absolutely. have the courage to believe in yourself? Yes. And at the same time, it's
1: how you react to situations too. Like say you, you know, that first year I didn't get Swim Search. It's how you react to the situation. It's like what right. you take from it, what you can take away and how to be like find that silver lining. And I know that's so cliche and it's so freaking annoying. <laughs> but at the same time it's so true because you can react to a situation and and get a no from somebody and be like, okay, well, I gotta know. So I'm a no and, you know, be defeated. But at the same time, you can also take a no and be completely motivated and want to try again and again. And so it's just really how you react to the situation.
0: Yeah. My favorite quote right now is every time you fail, don't look at it at the end. Look at it as the end of a story. Look at it as the middle. Wow. I I like that like, yeah, that like hit me. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah." I'm like, this is not over. Like we're still going like it is the middle of the story. It is not the end of the story. And I try to just remind myself of that all the time and just like be, you know, find inspiration in that to keep going. Hell yeah. I love that so much. (laughs) So one last question for you is what is the best piece of advice that you would give your younger self?
1: (gasps) Oh my gosh, that like really makes me emotional thinking about it. Um, Yeah, I just feel like I struggled a lot, a lot, a lot. I obviously have so much advice to tell my younger self, but I struggled a lot with reaching goals and being successful and wanting things so fast. I think when I like graduated college, I was super lost, and till I was like twenty five, like extremely lost with like what I'm doing and not really having that purpose. Um, but being passionate, but not really having a solid purpose and really just like overworking myself and putting so much pressure on myself and, um, just really, really hard on myself and to a place where I didn't really put myself first ever. And I'm now just starting to put myself first. And so I think like making sure that it doesn't matter. Success isn't based on how many followers you have how much money you make it's really about putting yourself first and being truly happy no matter what if if all else fails around you it's like being okay with yourself and so I would just try to tell myself to chill out and not work not overwork myself to the point where I'm like literally miserable and tell myself it's all gonna work out but <laughs> that's what I can think of
0: right now because that's definitely what I struggled with yeah. I love that. I think it's great advice. Yeah. I feel like that's awesome. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, all right, babe. Well, thank you so much for being on. I feel like I could thank talk to you, you forever. So I really appreciate you uh, being on today and uh, yeah, it's going to be a wild ride awesome. to continue to watch all of it unfold. So thank you. I
1: appreciate that a lot. I mean, I feel like, I feel like we talked about so many deep subjects just now, like a very, very quick time, but um Yeah. That was really, really awesome.
0: That is a wrap, you guys. Uh, I knew this was going to be an amazing episode. I knew it was going to be a super relatable episode. Uh, So I hope that you enjoyed it. And I hope that if you love this episode, you will share it with someone you love as well. Katie is just an amazing representation of not giving up, of putting yourself out there. And it's kind of it 's kind of like the thing that I felt like I connected to the most through you know watching her go through her sports illustrated process and and like I said in in the episode and seeing her you know succeed at that and like realizing like well, why can 't I do the same? Why not me? why not now and so those are two questions that I want to pose to anybody out there listening to this episode in whatever dream it is that you have for yourself or the goal that you set for yourself or the thing that you just like really cannot stop thinking about ask yourself those two questions why not you and why not now and then suddenly in the space that follows those two questions i feel like you just realize like you've got nothing to lose and we have to put ourselves out there and the truth of the matter is that we have one freaking life to w- to live we have one life to live so you might as well say yes to yourself you might as well put yourself out there and you know it's like that that silly quote it's like Well, what if I fall? Well, what if you fly, right? What if? And we can't ever know the answer to our what ifs if we aren't willing to put ourselves out there, if we aren't willing to believe in ourselves, if we aren't willing to say like, why not me? Why not now? And so that's what it's about. It's just putting yourself out there and saying yes to yourself and betting on yourself. And instead of counting yourself out, deciding that you're going to count yourself in, right? That is what it's about. That is what it's about. And we only have one life to live. So like, why not count yourself in? Why not count yourself in? Whatever the dream is you have, whatever the passion is, whatever it is you can't stop thinking about, start to count yourself in, start to show up in the world as if you're going to say yes to yourself and you're not going to give up right? And when you hear no's, you're going to say that's the middle of your story, not the end of your story and keep going. So that's a wrap, you guys. Make sure you're following me at Vic, at Victoria Brown. Make sure you're following the pod handle at very best self. Follow Katie Austin. Um, check out season two of her podcast, Austin AF. And uh, that's it for us today, you guys. I will see you next time.